This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, December 3rd, 2017. Gifts, the Unexpected. Good morning, Connection Church. My name is Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Would you pray with us, please? God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for some laughter. Thank you that we could worship and praise your holy name and now settle us in, that we would hear your word found in Scripture and be changed and transformed by it. We ask this in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And everybody agreed and said, Amen. Amen. And so today we begin our series for Advent. Advent is a season of preparation for Christmas. Our, our Advent series is called Gifts. And this morning our focus is on the unexpected gift. You know, we've all given and received them at one time or another, unexpected gifts. Gifts that totally take you by surprise. The one you never really expected in a million years, as the video portrayed. Unexpected gifts come in two basic varieties. On the one hand, it's a gift that is just wow, so beyond your expectation, so much more than you ever imagined. It's a gift that you almost have trouble receiving. You're so overwhelmed by it. It's a gift that you never in your lifetime expected to receive. And on the other hand is the gift that you never in your life expected to receive, but in this case... It's not because it's so much more than you ever imagined, but perhaps so much less or different. Perhaps it's in the case of Lindsay uh, in the video. It's really not that the vacuum wasn't nice um, or something that she could absolutely use, but for her, that's just not what she would consider a gift from her husband that's necessary to do the work around the house. It's something required instead of something perhaps desired. <laughs> and the challenge here is that a great gift for one person, like a vacuum, would be a very different, you know, somebody else might say, oh my gosh, I have a vacuum. And the other person might say, oh my gosh, I have a vacuum. You know, it depends on the circumstance depends on what's going on and actually the makeup of and the wiring of the receiver. <laughs> Common denominator of the unexpected gift is that a gift of this type is not usually something you've asked for. In the case of Chris and Lindsay, he, he would never have asked for that camera because it was just so overwhelming, so outside of their, I guess, normal price range, it was outside of the normal gift limits that they use. And... <laughs> Obviously, she would never have asked for that vacuum cleaner because for her, it was just the opposite. The unexpected gift. One of the most precious unexpected gifts that I ever received is, now don't get blinded by this, but it's a ring. And um, this ring is really, really special because Alan gave it to me, but it was his mom's ring. It wasn't anything that he went out and bought. And the significance of the ring is that we took care of Alan's mom in our home for quite a few years. And she was sick. She had feeding tubes. She had all kinds of things that 
really required, we were in our early 30s at the time with little kids caring for his mom, and it was a blessing. But after she passed away, he gave me her ring as a sign of his gratitude for something that I was blessed in doing anyway. So it's really special to me. Um, there's a scripture that I would like to share with you, though, that kind of shows the opposite side of something that um, glitters. It's in James chapter 1. I'm reading verse 2. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. So while this ring is a precious gift, there are lots of things in my life that at the time did not seem like a gift. But now in retrospect, God has used some painful circumstances so that it actually is a gift now in the way that I can share. For example, you know, my parents thought everything was great, and at 30 years, uh, they divorced. Really painful. And uh, certainly wasn't a gift at the time, and I wish it didn't happen. But I can use that experience now to minister to others. The two miscarriages that I had, one of the most devastating, heartbreaking things um, in my heart. And um, now I'm able to use that experience to minister to other women and, and men in, in that. Um, when I broke my arm, I nearly was addicted to Oxycontin. I've shared that before. And I really do consider that experience and a broken arm a gift because I learned something about myself that I didn't know. And I'm now able to use my experience and recovery to help others. So what doesn't seem like a gift because the circumstances are really tough and difficult, God can take, and the gift is perseverance and faith. And so I really do have to praise God and thank God for all circumstances. Amen that. So gifts, unexpected gifts. The birth of Jesus Christ is definitely a gift to humankind, given by God the Father, extravagant in nature, gift none of us could afford if we had to buy it, gift none of us truly deserves. It's a gift that was both expected and unexpected. The Hebrew people had, had been expecting a Messiah for hundreds and hundreds of years. Old Testament prophets had told of his coming. Now, a prophet is someone who God speaks through to share information with the people. One such prophecy that's often uh, shared at Christmas time, often used in Christmas uh, during the season, was shared by God through the prophet Isaiah 700 years before the birth of Christ. Here's what God shared through the prophet Isaiah. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. Mm. Which means God with us. When we read these verses, or this verse, along with other Old Testament prophecies, 
we can only conclude that the birth of the Messiah, the, the Christ, the anointed one, the long-awaited Savior, was not an unexpected gift. On the other hand, if you could have talked to Mary and Joseph <laughs> when they first learned of this gift in their lives, well, they would have told you that it was completely unexpected for them. Mary and Joseph were betrothed. That's not a word we use uh, in today's language, but it means engaged to be married. Now, in that day and time, back in the Mary and Joseph days, um, engagement looked quite different than it does today. Very often, marriages were arranged by parents, not driven by love and affection, hoping that the love and affection would come after the marriage. And so a betrothal, an engagement, was more like a contract between families than a personal romantic choice between individuals. This betrothal was as binding, or betrothals, betrothals then were as binding as marriage itself. And so for all legal purposes, um, breaking the engagement was, would be like um, divorce. And in Mary's case, um, here she's pregnant, and sexual activity outside of engagement was considered adultery. Mm. Now, all this is important because it sets the stage for this unexpected gift that Mary and Joseph received. In the book of Luke, found in the second part of the Bible, the New Testament, we're told how Mary learned of this unexpected gift. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. <laughs> Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. So Elizabeth is a relative of Mary, and in a previous chapter of Scripture, we're told that Elizabeth was barren. She was unable to um, have children, but became pregnant in her old age. And so this angel visits when Elizabeth is six months pregnant with child, and that child that Elizabeth was carrying was John the baptizer. Mm. Section gives us a lot of valuable information. We're told that Mary is in Nazareth, she's engaged to Joseph, and that she's a virgin, all of which are crucial to the story. Prophet Micah had shared 700 years previous that the child would be born not in Nazareth, but Bethlehem. And so that's something we're going to take a look at next week. Well, stay tuned. We'll get back to that next week. It's crucial, though, that Mary is a virgin because the father of this child is the Holy Spirit, God's Holy Spirit, impregnates her, not a human being. And it's also, though, important that there be a human in her life and that she be engaged to be married. We wonder why Mary is greatly troubled by the words of the angel. Well, let me tell you, when you get this kind of a greeting from an angel, first of all, angels aren't little 
You know, we portray them as little girls with little tiny gold halos and little uh, white robes. I don't think angels are really quite like that, especially the ones that visited here. Plus the fact, when you, if you ever get the words, greetings, you are highly favored, the Lord is with you, you better pack your spurs because you got a great adventure or two ahead of you. Yeah. So continuing with the scripture, but the Lord, but the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel tells Mary not to be afraid. It's an expression we hear several times as we go through this Christmas story. Several people are told not to be afraid. Fear not. It's an important expression for us to remember. When Jesus is in the picture, we have no reason to fear. Fear and faith do not occupy the same space. And so Mary has found favor and will be the mother of the Son of God. Wow. I mean, can you imagine being given that news? I mean, sometimes just hearing the news that you're going to have a child is like, oh my goodness. But can you imagine being told that you're carrying the Son of God? How unbelievable, how mind-blowing, how outrageous it would be to hear that news. Oh, what a gift. (laughs) What an unexpected gift. Unexpected, all right. The challenge for Mary is that at this stage... This is one of those unexpected gifts that you don't do cartwheels over. Kind of like the vacuum cleaner with Lindsay, but to a greater extent. Mary's mind is racing to how could this have happened because she's a virgin. She's had eighth grade biology. She knows how it works. And she hasn't done what it takes to get in the condition that she just been told she's in. In that culture, at that time, Being pregnant when you're not officially married is bad enough. Being pregnant and your fiancé knowing he's not the dad since you haven't been intimate with him brings on a whole other set of challenges, including the possibility of being stoned to death. In this moment in time, this unexpected gift for Mary is anything but wow. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she, who was said to be unable to conceive, is in her sixth month. Now this next sentence is the one that really has caught me. For no word from God will ever fail. That's one of the promises to each one of us. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. 
Once the angel explains how this all came about, Mary's a little more open and accepting. I don't think she's quite ready to do the happy dance yet, but she accepts this gift that God has given her, this unexpected gift, and she's yielding to God's will. And so we're told that she goes to her relative, um, Elizabeth, who, when Elizabeth heard Mary's voice, just love this, the baby inside of Elizabeth leapt in her womb, and she was filled with the Holy Spirit. It was at this point, this unexpected gift that Mary was carrying became more of a wow for Mary. And Bible, the Bible tells us that she broke out in song. And in fact, um, the song that we did during the offering comes from this scripture. And Mary said, my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. Mm. So back to our story. The other main character, other than Mary, his name is Joseph. Very good. Mary's fiance. We find his story or piece of it in the first chapter of the book of Matthew, first book in the New Testament, second part of the Bible. And we see there where how Joseph, somehow he knows Mary's pregnant. We're not told how he found out. I would love to know that story. But it must not be that important because we're not told those particular details. One can only imagine, though, how he learned of that unexpected gift and his immediate reaction. Again, not doing cartwheels. <laughs> One of those unexpected gifts that we're really not enamored with. And so when Joseph learns of this gift, he has a choice. He has a, a huge choice, a gut-wrenching choice, a character-revealing choice. He can either make a public spectacle of Mary uh, opening her up to ridicule, opening her up to disgrace and possible stoning to death, or he can quietly divorce her and move on with his life. And Joseph, cho Joseph chooses the latter, giving us a glimpse of the character of this man, giving us a glimpse of why God would choose Joseph to be the earthly father of God's one and only son. Great choice. But after he considered this, Joseph, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife, but he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. 
an unexpected gift for Mary and Joseph. Wow. <laughs> when the gift was first revealed to them, they were both caught off guard, uh, neither one uh, celebrating, jumping for joy, but as things unfolded and God revealed God's plan through the angelic mess messenger, Mary and Joseph came to realize how big, how well of a gift this was and how God would be using them. Mm. This gift of Jesus Christ continues to be a wow. Amen? <laughs> Amen. Wow of a gift even today. If you've received that gift, then you know what we're talking about. The greatest wow gift of all time. Unearned, undeserved, just a free gift from God, no strings attached. And if you don't know the gift of a personal relationship with Jesus, it's not because God doesn't want you to have it. God wants all of us to be in a relationship with him. And God's been offering this gift to you, to me, even um, if it's unexpected. Perhaps it may be unexpected, so unexpected that you don't even realize that God is wooing you, is pursuing you into that relationship of this beautiful gift of love. Perhaps you may not understand the true value or magnitude of the gift, thinking that maybe it's like Lindsay's vacuum, like, oh, how's that going to change my life? Or what's that going to do in my life? Instead of, oh, how's that going to make a difference in my life? This personal gift with Jesus, the Savior of the world, our Savior, your Savior. Whatever reason, um, if you're not quite there yet, we want to tell you that Jesus is patient and is persistent and will continue to knock, hoping that one day you'll open the door and receive the beautiful gift of a relationship with Jesus. Hmm. You know, God has many other unexpected gifts for you as well. Perhaps the gift of forgiving someone you never thought you could forgive. Perhaps it's the gift of freedom from some kind of addiction. Perhaps an opportunity to engage in some awesome kingdom work, either in the church or out in the world. Perhaps it's the unexpected gift of some free time, <laughs> so that you can do some more Bible study, some devotion, some meditation, some prayer. Perhaps it's the gift of generosity, sharing with others like you've never shared before. Who knows what unexpected gift or gifts you might receive this holiday season. The question is, though, what will your reaction be to what God brings you? Ow, how, or wow. <laughs> Joseph's reaction was how. <laughs> Mary's, when she didn't understand it, was said, how? But then they both came to appreciate the fullness, the full value of the unexpected gift, and they both came to a wow. Wow. So how about you? 
How will you react when God offers you an unexpected gift this holiday season? Our prayer is that you can see through whatever the challenges might be. Always be able to see all the way through to the wow of that unexpected gift this Christmas. That's the good news. Let's live it. Let's believe it. Let's pray. Most holy God. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes those gifts are unexpected gifts, a challenge, and yet uh, we know with you, uh, you can do very good things no matter what the circumstance. You never waste a hurt, Lord. Lord, this uh, holiday season, please help us to be open to whatever the unexpected gifts might be, that we might uh, be able to see through to the wow and to realize fully what you're doing in, through, and with us. Pray these names in the name of the Father, and pray this in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All Connection Church affirmed by saying, Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people.